So I talk a lot about internal family systems therapy. I'm super into it, super into it. And this past week, I don't know, I've had a bit of a backlash. It's gotten weird. So come on, let's get weird together. All right, this is Problem Child, a punk rock mental health podcast. Uh, and I'm Michael, the, the dude talking about his shit to somebody. Somebody's listening. I know one person who's listening, <laughs> um, but uh, okay. So turn this damn music off. There it is. Okay, it's been a weird week. So last week I was like, I'm done drinking, right? And it wasn't even like I'm going to force myself to quit drinking. It was more like I'm just done, I think. And that went for a good few days until Halloween. And I was at a friend's house and I had been feeling kind of funky the past couple of days. And what I mean by funky is... Like, I don't know, I guess a little down, you know, like I was waking up, sleeping a full eight hours every night, but waking up feeling groggy as shit. Like I hadn't slept at all. It was fucking sucked, to be honest. Uh, And I was getting frustrated about it. What the fuck is going on? Why do I feel down? I just quit drinking. I should feel amazing and healthy and you know, just weight dripping off me, getting my fucking six pack back, you know, and, uh, you know, that's, it's a, I don't know. Every day's a winding road, right? Uh, so I felt kind of down and kind of annoyed by that. I, uh, you know, frustrated, fucking angry, annoyed, there's a part of me that's like a like a house of cards type part. Not the show. What I mean is I'll feel like I'm making big changes in my life. And then every time I feel like I've turned a, a corner towards something better, you know, the second I feel like I've gotten to the sunny side of the street, something will happen. You know, an argument with a friend or, I don't know, some bill I forgot to pay and they shut the power off. Something that, you know, is annoying but deal-withable. And a part of me will flood in and be like, you can't change. What are you doing trying to change? You fucked it all up. Say you tried quitting drinking, you tried quitting smoking, you tried whatever. And look, life just got harder again, so you have to return to the drinking and that's what happened that's what happened you know but man for a few days I I wasn't drinking I was I was running like five miles a day I was eating you know like home-cooked meals that were mostly healthy as shit staying hydrated talking to my parts I was drawing my parts um I was drawing what I draw? Say I drew my drinking part. 
And I basically just drew the uh, the bottled violence character from Minor Threat. Uh, just, a, you know, a beer bottle with a leather jacket, you know. But I loved it. I was like, fuck yeah, that that's that's my drinking part right there. Because it is kind of tied in with my punk rock part. Is kind of that like, you know, fuck yeah, man, we're living hard, dude. I'm a fucking punk rocker, man. You know, that kind of shit. Ugh. I was doing all this stuff. I was feeling great. And then started feeling funky. Started feeling down. And then, again, thing about IFS, very non-pathologizing, right? So, you know, I've never been... I've got a few diagnoses, you know, DSM diagnoses. I, you know, generalized anxiety disorder, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, hypochondriasis, which I think is a type of OCD or I don't know. I don't even think they can make their fucking minds up on it. But um, I never liked those thing, you know, not a fan of labels. Uh, so I never really dug it. Also, you read up on it, and it's just, you know, you, they just sort of slapped this shit together, like 12 white angry men in a room in the 80s or whatever. You know, they were like, no, women get hysterical. All right, fine, we'll call it borderline, whatever. You know, it's just like, shit, seriously, in a smoke-filled room, sleeves rolled up, just deciding how people feel and what that should be called. Just seems like bullshit to me, but, you know. And I'm not a Scientologist, all right? I take the medication. But um, my mood parts, you know, can get out of whack sometimes. I can get depressed. I can get anxious as shit. I can get, I can get really, you know, spazzy and energetic and hyper. Um... And that was kind of happening. I was kind of feeling all of those things at once. I was feeling this push and pull inside of me for the past couple of days of feeling kind of like, whatever, fucking, fucking feel tired and shitty. And then I'd feel this other part that's like, come on, man, we got a bunch to do. Let's go do it. Come on, let's move. Let's move. And they were, it was like flipping on a dime like that, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was really frustrating. And, uh, so I have this workbook, grab my little workbook. It's called the self therapy workbook, an exercise book for the IFS process by Bonnie J Weiss. LCSW. I don't know what that means. Yeah, LCSW. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's a great workbook. And if you're into IFS, and if you're not, I'd say try it out, man. There's a lot of cool exercises, uh, you know, with little exercise sections. You can print them off online as well. Where you can learn about your parts. If you're interested, you know, if you already do it, you do it. 
and you know what parts are. If you hear me rambling on about this stuff and you're interested, again, I'll link to it in today's description. But it's a really cool thing. It's it's It shows you how to find a part of yourself. Again, imagine you have a part that eats too much uh, sugary foods or whatever, you know. And oh, you don't like that you do it, but you do it. And you have all that charge around it. And that's a part, right? It's your little sweet tooth part. And you can write about it. You can talk to that part. And believe it or not, that part talks back. Okay? That's what I found anyways. If it doesn't work for you, totally understand. But I was talking to my, I guess, up part that's like, come on, get fucking moving. And the part that's like, totally don't move. Right? And so I had two parts who were diametrically opposed. You know? You got one that's just like like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, and then you got fucking uh, Tigger, pretty much. You know, even though in in my mind's eye he looks like um, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Anybody remember that cartoon? Oh, excuse me, that uh, uh, video game character. He's just spazzy and wow, just goofy, and uh, and I love that part. All right, and I also. Am learning. Oh yeah, I actually do really love and value my just. Uh, who cares? Let's just lie on the couch and sh- look at Twitter. But I like that part too. That's a cool part. You know, he's trying to help. He's trying to help. It's funny because this part is called Eeyore. <laughs> he's called Eeyore, and then you got. The other one who uh, I call the fun one. I just, I don't know. It just made sense to me. Sort of like the golden child or something like that. Anyways, uh, I realized because they're diametrically opposed and because they're pushing and pulling and because it was creating a lot of stress in my internal system, you know, I was feeling anxious. I was feeling just off. I was just feeling off, right? You know, I, I, I wanted to talk to them and there's a, type of thing of uh, uh, in IFS it's called polarization and it's when you have it sounds like what you know it is what it sounds like it's two parts who usually have diametrically opposed opinions on how to how best to approach something and you basically sit them in a room in your mind's eye you know you know and you, and you talk to them you hear them out you let them state their case and then listen to each other. This would be amazing if we could do this as a people, right? You know, more is just to learn like, okay, these two people are fighting. Let's sit down and without attacking each other, what is it that you are trying to accomplish? Okay, what about you? What are you trying to accomplish? Well, I'm trying to get him to quit eating my chocolate cake. And he's like, okay, all right. And what are you trying to do? Well, I'm trying to eat his chocolate cake. All right, let's let's find a middle ground here where maybe he can have a slice of cake on Wednesdays. You know? Anyways, I sat these two parts down and I talked to them. From this exercise book, a section towards the back, exploring a polarization, Right? And it was between the fun one and Eeyore. And it's basic stuff. You know, you just find out where they live in your body, so to speak. So 
you know, when you get really mad at somebody and, and you know, you, you might not feel it because you're just caught up in the idea of, oh, they've outraged me. They've made me mad. But if you could take a second, you'd find like, oh, man, my chest really is like tight and kind of on fire right now. My heart's beating a million miles a second. That's where Mr. Angry lives in you. He lives in your chest. Well, the fun one lives in my chest and it's a spike of energy. And Eeyore, well, he lives in my head. And he's just kind of slow. So I had them state their case. Like, what is it they're doing here? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's your role in my system? So for the fun one, it's to have fun so that we can fix everything and move forward and no longer feel pain. Wow, that's pretty fucking intense, right? Imagine Tigger sitting down and be like, well, gosh, I'm just having a big fun day, but it's also, you know, I'm trying to have a fun day because of all the goddamn uh, shame and disappointment I feel deep down, you know? You'd be like, whoa, that's huge. That's what happened. Eeyore, he's just trying to stop. He's like, let's stop. Let's lie down, maybe a little hibernation period, because if you're going out there in the world and experiencing things, it's all going to be pain. It's all going to be shit. That's what he's feeling. And that, you know, it's kind of obvious, I guess, for that part that he would feel that way, but it's just good to have had him say it. Then I started having them work it out together, you know. Okay, so fun one, what's your problem with Eeyore? Well, I'm trying to move forward and introduce some fuck yeahness into the picture, and then this dude shows up and drags me down and makes me feel super not excited, and that makes me mad and frustrated. Okay. Eeyore, what what do you say? And Eeyore was like, you know, well, dude, I'm trying to keep us safe here and keep us just 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 collapse on the couch and hang out, wait for the pain to pass outside, whatever that pain might be. Very tied to my parents when I was a kid. And then this dude shows up trying to make us go out into the world and do a bunch of stuff. And it's like, no, 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 no. We're going to get hurt doing that. So you, just by hearing these two speak, they kind of realized and, and I did also obviously as well realize that uh, they are both protecting from pain specifically by either pushing past pain or hiding away from it. Again, two sides of the same coin. They're both doing the same job, but they didn't really know each other. They just knew, ah, ah, what the fuck is that? Don't do that. Do this, right? Like, it, it's almost like, imagine you're in a dark room. There's no light. There's no window. You can't see shit. And you're just like, ah. And then all of a sudden you feel somebody brush up against you 
and and you're like, I don't know who the fuck that is. You know, you freak out. You're either swinging or you're going to run away or you're going to ball up and hide from whatever the other person is in the room that you can't see. That's it, right? And then with parts work, you just flip on the light, especially in a polarization moment. You flip on the light and you're like, okay, here are the two parts in this room. Let's talk to them. Let's get them to know each other and, to, you know, have a chit chat. Yeah. And I just got done doing it, but I'll tell you how I'm feeling. I'm a little hungry, <laughs> you know. It's lunchtime and I haven't eaten yet. I mean, since breakfast. I'm feeling calm. I'm feeling I'm feeling some of those uh, some of those eight C's here. I'm feeling pretty calm. I'm feeling pretty you know, curious as to how they're sitting with each other because they seemed to really reach a point where they got each other. Oh, and by the end of this discussion that I sort of mediated between these two parts, they both got to, okay, look, next time I want to give us some energy so we can go do stuff, if it's too much, just tell me. And I'll pull back a little bit. And if I think about it, if I can remember it, I'll check in with you first. And the other part, Eeyore was like, that's all I'm asking for. And and look, next time I'm feeling a little much, I'll check with you and see if maybe we can do a little balance here. Right? And essentially they were talking about restoring balance between these two parts that I've had polarized for a while, you know, sometimes not so much, sometimes a lot, but, uh, yeah, you know, so yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. So with regards to the drinking, well, hmm, I guess I would say, I know my drinking part. I've talked to him a little, but like the mood parts that I just told you about, I haven't really talked to him that in depth. It's like with the mood parts, my I have a lot of reactive parts around those parts more than the mood parts. What I mean is I'm usually dealing with anxiety, right? So I got to know my anxious parts really well. I got to know my procrastinator part really well. I got to know my inner critic part really well, my perfectionist part, but not the mood part so much. Same goes for the drinking part. I got to know the parts that have problems with the drinking part because those tend to be the loudest. Oh, I can't believe you drank five drinks last night. Oh, I can't believe, you know, that's like really uh, distracting, I suppose, when it's flooding your head in the morning and you wake up feeling kind of, you know, rough and shitty. And then you have the drinking part itself who just feels habitual. It's just like, oh, there's the drinking part. Let's go drink. So this week, I'm going to get to learn more about him. That's all I'm trying to do at this point is get to know him. Because he's got opinions. He's got feelings. He 
you know, he's got a lot of pain he's protecting, just like the mood parts. And I think getting to know him would be, well, that's the first step, really. You know, instead of just hoping one day I wake up and I don't want to drink again, which happens. That happens. Last week it happened. Didn't drink for like three or four days. It was fucking great, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, it was great. Oh, what a reprieve. Yeah, just a end of the night, I'm just sitting in bed reading a book, drinking a hot cup of, you know, sleepy time tea. I was like, this is fucking sick. This is... I was, is this what normal people do? <laughs> What's normal? I know. I'm just saying. But yeah, uh, that's basically where I'm at today. You know, it's been an interesting week. I say it's been a weird week. I opened with it's been a weird week. And I guess that is true. But I don't know. There's every, you know, there's a very judgmental part of me that's always like, how was today? Was today amazing? Well, I don't know. I mean, I stubbed my toe and I had to pay some bills and, you know, I'm job hunting. That was a little annoying. The job I thought I was going to, that I was a shoe in for didn't happen. Oh, okay. So it was the single worst day that's ever happened then. Like, does anybody else have that? Like a all or nothing part? And I totally have that. So maybe it's not a weird week. Maybe a little reframe would be cool here, right? Like, so maybe instead of this week has been weird, which for me means it sucks, okay? That's really what I mean by weird. Maybe this week was a learning experience, you know? Or Halloween, I watched three cool-ass horror movies I'd never seen in a row. Okay, one of them kind of sucked. It was... One of my friends picked Malignant, this movie from like last year. It's from the guy who made Saw. I'm not a big fan of his movies, but the last 30 minutes of Malignant is fucking bonkers. And I really appreciate that as a filmmaker where somebody's just like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> we're just going to, we're going to throw it all at the wall and see what happens. I love that. And then we watched my other friend, my best friend picked the new Hellraiser, sort of like a Hellraiser reboot, I guess, which was, I thought it was awesome as a Hellraiser fan. I thought it was cool. And then we ended Halloween with Barbarian, which is on HBO Max, I think. If you haven't seen it, holy shit, check it out. It's fantastic. What a great, fucking weird, wild movie. So that was a good day. So that kind of helps, right? Like if you if your week's feeling weird, you know, well, I had a really good day. Yesterday, eh, it was a little off. Today, feeling pretty good so far, you know. Plus, I just did a you know major piece of work with my parts, which you know, I don't know. I'm feeling pretty down regulated, as some would say. You know, feeling chill. Okay, I'm feeling chill. So yeah, that's it. That's my little check in for the week now I've been ending with songs and to keep up with the punk rock part of it this is another punk rock song from a punk rock band <laughs> oddly enough 
called Social Distortion. This is one of my favorite bands of all time. They fucking rip, especially like their first four albums. Yeah, I think first four or five albums are fucking great. This one I dedicate to my mood parts. And uh, yeah, so that's it. And I will see you guys next week. Yeah.